Welcome to another episode of Brick House, the podcast about reframing porn addiction. I'm your host, Ben Fraser, who also happens to be a recovering porn addict. Today, we're talking about how porn addiction can be a developmental disorder. Hmm. But first, the 60-second check-in. You may have noticed that there has not been a new episode of this podcast in quite a while. Perhaps you thought there would never be another episode of this podcast. Um, I've been in transition and um, been moving in a new relationship and um, stressed out by political events. And my sobriety has not been good. And uh, in fact, I'm on, uh, what, day 15 or so today. Um, So I'm not exactly a a great expert right now um, or a hero. But um, I do think I have some things to say that are helping me stay sober and might help you stay sober. So that's why I decided to do the podcast today. So let's get to our topic today. Um, I'm going to be talking about a book called Unbroken Brain by Maya Solovitz. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing her name right, but I will put a link in the show notes to it so you can figure out how to pronounce it yourself and uh, figure out how to get a copy of it. Mostly, I'm actually going to be referencing an interview that um, the author Maya Solovitz did with Terry Gross on Fresh Air, and I will put a link to that in the show notes too. You know, the thing I should say before I start is that this book is uh, written from the per- perspective of drug addiction, heroin addiction specifically. Uh, the author was a heroin addict when she was a teenager. And so that's what, the, that's what the book is about. But I feel like what she says really relates to porn addiction. So that's why I'm sharing it with you today. So I took some notes and I'm just going to read some of those notes basically and, and comment on them as we go. All right, well, let's get into this. So let's talk about the three paths to addiction, according to Maya Solovitz. Who is at risk? Well, the first group are people who are oversensitive, overstimulated, anxious, and nervous. And they're looking for a way to feel safe and calm down and connect. The second group who is at risk of addiction are the people that are understimulated, feeling disconnected and numb and they're looking for excitement, stimulation, and to feel more. Then the third group are the ones that swing back and forth between the two groups. So I'm wondering if you who are listening can identify with one of these groups. Uh, Personally, I find that I am a member of the first group, over over, uh, sensitive, overstimulated, anxious, and nervous, looking for a way to to calm down and connect. Um, The thing that they have in common is the dysregulation of the ability to control emotion and sensation. So I think that's a that's a big thing. It's like uh, that in my experience, it's like it's hard to control emotions and sensations, and we're trying to regulate them by using this addictive behavior. Okay, another idea here. Uh, let's talk about the development of the adolescent brain. So. The areas that give you drive, independence, and and make you want to connect with your peers, they are very strong when you're an adolescent. But the areas in the brain that give you self-control and kind of put on the brakes uh, don't develop until people are in their 20s. So it's kind of like having a strong engine with weak brakes when you're an adolescent. 
So if you engage in highly pleasurable or highly comforting behavior as an adolescent, you're more likely to get addicted because your brakes aren't developed yet. Addiction is less common in people who engage in addictive behavior for the first time after age 25. Addiction remits with or without treatment among people in their 20s, just as the brain becomes more fully adult. So you are most likely to become addicted in your teens or early 20s. And that's why Maya calls this a developmental disorder. Because this is something that happens when you're developing into an adult. If you aren't engaging in compulsive, addictive behavior uh, during this time, when you're in your adolescence, early 20s, um, that means that you're going to be developing social skills and self-soothing skills that allow you to live comfortably in your body. So, But if you spend your adolescent time in compulsive behaviors or addictive behaviors, then you aren't learning other ways to cope with your sensations or feelings. So when you try to stop, you won't have uh, healthy ways of dealing with your sensations and feelings. That is the problem that I'm trying to learn here as an addict in my 50s now, trying to deal with emotions without engaging in the addictive behavior. One thing that Maya says is that um, negative consequences don't really help if you're trying to stop addictive behavior. Because addiction is actually defined by the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that the um, Psychological Association uses. Um, here's the definition. As, it's compulsive behavior that continues despite negative consequences. So negative consequences don't actually stop the behavior. Um, you know, if, if punishment worked, if, if punishment and negative consequences worked to fight addiction, you could put people in prison and... Um, do things like that, or just cut them off from society, and then they would change their, their ways. But that doesn't actually work. Addiction wouldn't exist if punishment worked to stop addiction. Tough love doesn't work. The only thing that really works is kindness, support, empathy, and supportive uh, environment that provides opportunities. Dignity and respect and hope is what addicts need. Yes, exactly. What I find fascinating about this idea that uh, addiction is a developmental disorder is the idea that uh, besides being vulnerable to addiction um, as an adolescent, um, adolescence is the time when we discover our sexuality. Masturbation and hormones are kind of kicking in. We become attracted to the opposite sex. If at that point a person were to discover pornography at the same time, and the person was at risk for addictive behavior because wanted to, uh, this person, me, wanted to find a way to deal with emotions, um, it seems like kind of a perfect storm. You know, all the factors are there to determine an addiction. The other thing I find uh, comforting about the idea that this is a developmental disorder is that it kind of takes away the, uh, the judgment you know, the, the stigma, which, um, as Maya says later in her book, um, stigma in judgment is very um, harmful to the process of recovery. Um, we need to be gentle with ourselves. We need to accept ourselves. We need to just know that this is, um, this is we're okay. You know, we're not bad people. This isn't a sin. Um, 
it's something that, you know, it's we found a way to soothe ourselves uh, when we needed soothing. And, um, of course, it's ultimately not a very healthy way to go through life and be in the world, but it makes sense that we found this way to, to feel better at the time. Okay, so this week I'd like to do an appreciation, which is a book called The Storied Life of A.J. Fickrey. That's by Gabriel Zevin. Um, it's, it's, the only complaint I have about this book is it's too short. Um, but I really enjoyed the story. It's about um, a man who basically is sort of grieving for his wife. And um, something happens that... Uh, leads him to basically kind of start a new life. And um, I won't spoil it because I hope you read it. Um, But I will tell you that um, the main character is a bookseller. He owns a bookshop. So a lot of the references in the book are to other books. And since I'm a big reader, I really enjoyed that. And uh, I just like the uh, humanity of the book. And uh, I just found it very engaging. And ultimately hopeful. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. You can find links to some of the things I talked about in the show notes. If you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the Brickhouse web series or listen to other podcast episodes, go to BrickhouseWebSeries.com. Feel free to drop me a line and let me know how you're doing, especially since uh, I have no idea if anybody's out there listening. It would be nice to know. Uh, Remember, this is worth doing. Keep it up.